Are you totally different when it comes to sex and copulation? Have you judged yourself out of receiving pleasure? Have you judged yourself into receiving pleasure in certain ways and excluded other ways? Would you like to know more about what else is possible with bodies? Would you like to create confidence in the bedroom and beyond? How is your sex life or lack of it affected other areas of your life? Everyone has the potency to be a sexual superhero. Get ready Ready to listen, sense, and play with the sexualness that is you. Now, here is the host of the Pleasure Zone, Pleasure Diva and Body Whisperer, Milica Yelenich. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Pleasure Zone. Tonight's topic is, hey, Cupid, you missed me. Well, you know, some people feel that way, for sure. Um, a lot of times in my practice when I'm working with people, they either have like relationships that they've had for a really long time and they're just like in a mood where they're kind of like, yep, we don't need to change this. We know it's not working for us and we're choosing not to change it. And then sometimes you get the people who are like in the relationship and then they're kind of going, well, I want out and I'll do anything to create that too. So relationships are pretty funny and the one relationship that we often forget that we have is the one that we have with ourselves so yay to the relationship that we have with ourselves and i don't know back in the day you know when cupid was running around with his arrow or um eros or all those gods that are like cupid um you know we'll, let's talk about eros because he's actually like the slender sort of young version of Cupid, not the baby version. We'll talk about him for a bit. He's like the teenage version of of that. And, you know, I, I can't imagine him running around shooting people and then throwing a mirror up and going, fall in love with yourself, fall in love with yourself. Although that would have been great, right? Like, uh, then I guess that was Narcissus. But they kind of, you know, the Greek gods, you know, I've actually been working with, I have a daughter, and this week uh, she has been writing uh, a speech about Greek mythology and the girls in Greek mythology. So this is kind of what uh, inspired the, the whole Cupid aspect of the show tonight. I think even last year or the year before, when it was around Valentine's Day, I did everything to avoid the topic of Valentine's Day because I'm really cute. And actually, Valentine's Day, for me, when I used to make it really significant, like, hey, how come you didn't take me out for Valentine's Day? I'd be so disappointed, disappointed in the men. It was always their fault for not remembering it was Valentine's Day and how important I was to be loved on Valentine's Day. Uh, you know, it was always the relationship uh, would create such drama. Um, I actually don't even know if my husband realizes it's Valentine's Day tomorrow. I'm aware of it, um, mostly because uh, Ziva, my daughter, has been, like, making these beautifully, really cute little uh, Valentines for everybody in her class. She, like, cut them all out and crafted them together and then made little packages of cinnamon hearts. She... All like on her own, she just came home one day and started going crazy making little happy Valentine's notes. So freaking cute. Uh, and then she was like super inspired the other day. She saw, uh, we were watching a YouTube video and she saw this um, woman making ganache and truffles. And she's like, oh, we have to make truffles. 
so we made her sister, not her sister, we made her teacher. She does have a sister, sort of. But anyway, we made her teacher a uh, a bunch of lovely truffles. Actually, Ziva literally made them. So I just uh, showed her where to measure things too, and and we were off off to the races. So. Yep, some very lucky teacher out there is getting uh, some really good truffles. Of course, we made extras. We had to make sure that they weren't poisonous because that's not what you want to do on Valentine's Day is, is poison people, unless that is what you want to do on Valentine's Day is poison people. And, and in that case, go for it. So <laughs> you never know. It's maybe the perfect day to poison people. Huh. I never hadn't really considered that until this very 10 seconds. So looking at uh, the the awesome gift that we can be to ourselves. Number one is like, hey, how's it going, Cupid? Are you willing to actually stand in Cupid's, like in the range of Cupid's arrow? So if you know love is coming at you, if you know that the possibility for you to receive more is coming at you, do you actually slink away and contract and hide from it? Because it's really can be really uncomfortable. Do you like try and run from actually appreciating yourself and having gratitude for yourself? Uh, you wouldn't be the first person on the planet that does that. I'm just saying. So one of the the things that I have uh, really noticed a lot for myself particularly, we'll start with me and we'll go from there because, you know, usually if it's going on in my life, it's chances are it's going on in somebody else's life, is the more that I'm willing to be super uncomfortable with uh, receiving uh, gratitude for myself, gratitude in my relationships, plural, like that's everyone I'm in a relationship with, the more I'm willing to receive not only gratitude but everything uh, things get a lot more, A, uncomfortable, but also can be a lot more expansive and fun. And even though they become, they can become really, really uncomfortable, what often happens is people will run away. It's like, you know, when you stub a toe, you try and avoid that stub, but uh, that uncomfort, that discomfort could actually like create awareness for you. And you're like, oh, there's a giant rock there. Maybe I could not put my other toes into it. Okay, interesting that I did that. So it can create awareness in different ways for sure. And I do like to talk a lot about bodies on this show. So if you're really new to it, uh, the pleasure zone, if you're really brand new to it, um, just know I do talk about bodies. It's one of the things that I like to do the most in the world our bodies you know i enjoy doing a good body um, and i also i laugh at my own jokes that's another one of my professions and the other thing that i uh, do with bodies is movement uh, i do a lot of things like moving um, somatic body work so it's like movement that creates more ease in the body so that's something that i do it's called the mitzvah technique um, you can check it out on my website that's uh, melitzajelinek.com because most of you know that websites start with www and I'm trying to practice not saying that all the time. So melitzajelinek.com. I think you'll figure out how to spell that if you're looking on my uh, on my page or at my name uh, wherever you've downloaded this 
this uh, episode. So, so Cupid, let's go back to Cupid because this is what we're here to talk about, guys. We're really here to talk about Cupid and how inaccurate or accurate his his uh, you know arrow slinging ways are. He's He's an archer, you know. He's like this supposed to be one of the most fantastical archers in history and even or mythology, which I like to think it's history with a lot of creativity and more interest and um probably more realistic than the other history that we hear about. So mythology aka the real history. Okay. So Cupid um in his great archery ways i think what what i what i've ever felt about the whole cupid thing was like if if cupid is like flying around all the time trying to like find you know the perfect match i've always wondered about cupid and his own relationships like cupid do you actually have a relationship that works or are you like hitting people and hoping that they're going to have a good relationship based on something. But if you don't actually have an awareness of what can create a good relationship, how on earth or in on earth mythology can you actually contribute to people having greater relationships? So if you're waiting for Cupid to hit you direct because there's a special someone in your life and you'd really like Cupid to get his act in gear and hit you so that, you know, you can both fall in love um, and and acknowledge it. Um, I'd first ask, does Cupid actually know what works in relationship? And is he just like slinging arrows kind of willy-nilly, shooting at random things, even though he can accurately hit them? seems like it can be kind of shooting willy-nilly at times. I swear, if you look at the history of my relationships. And I also wonder, does Cupid only shoot the arrow once for you, or does he shoot it many times? Uh, In Access Consciousness, we talk about targets, and targets are things that you can continually be um, going after. Like, it'll move. Targets move. Like, if you're aiming at an animal or something, it moves, your target will move. So so would people for Cupid and and with your targets constantly moving, they can also change. So, you know, if Cupid set out like ages ago, you know, you might have put an order into the universe. Universe. I'm looking because a lot of you guys out there, I know you're doing this. I know you've got the picture of the perfect person. I know you've got it stored in your memory. It's like totally uh, written, it's like totally driven in stone. I know you know exactly who Mr. Perfect and Mrs. Perfect are. I know you know this because you've written about it your whole life. You've dreamed about it. You've fantasized about it. And one of the things that you've done is probably at the age of, you know, 16, you set an order out for for Cupid and you were like, you know, and you didn't know it, but you were like, hey, universe, or you were like, I'd really like a guy who has this, this, and this. But maybe the time has changed. And maybe now's the time to put in a new order for Cupid so he doesn't keep trying to chase the old loves for you again and again and again. Um, you know, getting that same relationship. Maybe Cupid has just like 
you know, Cupid's like, well, I'm doing what you asked me to. You sent that order out, you know, 15 years ago. Yeah, I keep bringing you the same guy. You haven't put in a new order. Tell me what you'd really like. So that's right. As my friend and producer Keisha says, update and upgrade. Absolutely. I dare you to ask again. Put that like note out to the universe about what you'd actually now like and desire in a relationship without having um, the fantasy picture that's burned in your head. So if you've got that fantasy picture burned in your head, grab that energy of it, smash it to pieces, burn it, annihilate it, destroy it, uncreate it, and then start to look at if you could have the relationship that really works for you. I think, you know, if you could, another friend of mine is saying that she thinks Cupid is a heavy drinker. He could be. He absolutely could be stoned. He could be a heavy drinker. There could be stuff going on where Cupid's aim is right off. Absolutely. So, so destroy and uncreate all of those places that you've you've got this perfection ingrained uh, about what you'd like in a relationship uh, or what you thought you liked. And maybe that was 20 years ago, right? And so if you are continually recreating and recreating a relationship and you're like, Cupid, my God, is your aim off? Is your arrow broken? Have you like just decided to start playing hacky sack instead of shooting arrows? Like, what are you doing, Cupid? So, you know, let's... Okay, Cupid, you know, are you doing your job? Are you willing to co-create with us here? Are you willing to contribute to us? Are you willing to like go and and assist us in creating the relationships we desire? Oh, sweet Lord, like if we could just kind of, just like we talk to the fairies or I talk to the fairies and maybe you don't, but what if we could talk to Cupid and ask him and order up? Yo, Cupid, I'd like a large pizza with extra cheesiness, because I like cheesiness, and I'd like it to be all saucy and a little hard at times. So that's what I'm saying. I'm I'm ordering up from Cupid, and I'm thinking Cupid Cupid knows how to deliver. We just got to start asking Cupid for what we'd actually truly desire. So... Don't be shy. Start writing down the things that excite your body, you know. If extra sauce and a little cheesiness and a little hardness at times, a little crustiness is okay. I don't mind a little crustiness. But, yeah, if you if you don't mind calling up Cupid and asking him for what you truly desire, maybe now's the time. So we're going to head off to an awesomely filled break, filled with fantastical ads here on Inspired Choices Network and the Pleasure Zone. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow your 
yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melitza every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question, always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. Beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beinguclass.com This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Melissa Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at MilicaYelenich.com. Now back to the program. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Milica Jelanich, and tonight the topic is, Hey, Cupid, you missed me. I don't know. I think many times in my life I thought, oh, well, Cupid's not doing his job. I guess I'll just do my job. So, you know, I know, like, looking back on many, many relationships, many, there have been so many, I've just, no, there haven't been that many, but <laughs> maybe I don't know how do you compare that, but uh, the thing about for me with relationships is that I always had this um, lack of awareness about what I actually desired. Um, then at one point I had a little awareness of what I didn't desire, and then I really got clear on what I didn't desire, and then I got really clear on what I do enjoy and what my body enjoys and once I got really clear on that it showed up so sometimes you might have you know you might be going through that I know what I really don't desire I know what I really do desire and then you got to start asking your body if your body's actually in line with the thing your your head thinks you desire as you know our brains they have a certain and our, you know certain things are certain pheromone reactions you know you might see somebody that's like oh so gq handsome blah 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 and you're like oh man he's so hot i want to have his babies or not um and then you're kind of like uh, you know pining over somebody but you haven't really asked if you know your body might really have fun having sex with that but then if you actually ask if if they are kind if they are 
uh, have generosity of spirit, if they have humor, if they have intelligence, if they are interesting or any of these things, you might find that they don't have any of the real qualities that you're looking for. So, you know, a lot of times um, our first impressions are looks. And if Cupid is going by looks and matching people by looks, I have to say that there are a few times where I might be quite insulted on that Cupid because it's like, hi, I didn't know that I fell into that category, but okay, fine, Cupid. And then there's other times where I could be like, okay, cute, like, thanks, Cupid. You think I'm that hot? Awesome. And all of it's judgment. 110,000% of it when it comes down to looking at people and choosing them based on looks is judgment. So, Cupid, if that's what you're doing, stop it. Okay. Now, Cupid, I'm giving you a new job. This is your job description. For me and for all my friends out there listening in radio land, Cupid, what we would really like you to do is be kind of like a an energetic mediator for us. You know, you don't have to shoot arrows. Nobody has to get harmed in the making of love or in the making of relationships and the creating of relationships. We're just asking for a little mediation. So when we're speaking in a language that makes sense to us, you know, like women speaking women language, you know, like John Gray's men are from Mars, women are from Venus. What if women are speaking a different language than men? And if we could really have the greatest ease would be to have a mediator in you, Cupid, to just go out and then when we say something, you can actually translate to our counterparts our counterparts in the relationship, what it is we actually mean. Um, Because we know in our hearts what we're saying is true to us, and it doesn't always come across that way. And sometimes it comes across and it looks like crazy-making. So, Cupid, first, we'd like a mediator in you. We'd also like you to take off our beer goggles. If we have beer goggles, please take off our beer goggles for us. Or at least tap us on the shoulder and say, hey, you're wearing beer goggles. Take them off. Beer goggles. So the question is, what are beer goggles? It's like when you're intoxicated, whether you're actually intoxicated with beer or alcohol and, and you know, you think what you're looking at is something fantastic. It could be even a personality that you think is fantastic, but it's not fantastic. But thanks for the question. So if Cupid could just tap us on the shoulder to allow us to have more awareness. What I'm really asking for from Cupid is a little facilitation. Not so much that he has to like choose for me, but just a little facilitation every once in a while, you know? Um, Mediation, facilitation, that would be great. And you know, when it also to also give us a little uh, awareness, like another little tap on the shoulder or um, some, something where we will actually know when we've outgrown a relationship or we've outgrown a, the fantasy um, of what we thought we desired. You know, if you've been like waiting for years and years and years for the one and the one isn't showing up because you've, you've got criteria that's like NASA couldn't break you know, your code for the perfect person. So, you know, if you've got that kind of criteria and you're waiting for NASA to crack that code, and and NASA hasn't, just 
Cupid, can you actually wake us up? Give us a little talk again, a little facilitation to allow us to be aware of when we outlive the fantasy and outlive the relationship. That's what I'd really like from Cupid as well. I might have more things that I'm requesting from Cupid as we go along. These are just kind of things I'm, you know, on the fly. If you have any ideas of what you would like Cupid to uh, assist us with, that would be great. Uh, my friend Petrina just said that she wonders if Cupid's frustrated because he does what we're asking for, but then we judge what we asked for and set expectations of the person we asked for and mess up all of Cupid's hard work. Cupid must be pissed. I agree, Petrina. Cupid must be like, what the hell? You gave me this long list. It took me for forever to locate this especially perfect list. Uh, you know, person, and by then you've outgrown them because you haven't sat down and actually went, does this work for me? Does what I'm asking for actually work for me right now? Cupid's still out there working for it. So I'd rather have Cupid as the facilitator, the mediator, um, somebody who can like jolt a little consciousness in us. And I really wonder too, yeah, Petrina's asking, I wonder what Cupid does say about us. I'm going to tap into Cupid right now. I'm going to start channeling Cupid. I, I know this is out of control, guys. This is this is something that may never have been done before. But if any of you would also like to you know, channel Cupid with me tonight, you're welcome to. You can call in and give me the channelings of Cupid. Okay, so Cupid. What, what are you aware of about people? So the energy I get from Cupid is we're all confused. We're just, we're confused. We we don't even have a clue. It's all jumbled and there is like no uh, clarity. I'm not asking for definition so much as clarity on like what works for you. All right. What else, what else can you tell us, Cupid? So Cupid is also like, you know what? Sometimes, sometimes you actually are not looking at yourselves uh, very highly. So it's like he was kind of like, aim higher. Um, aim higher. Aim higher. Aim higher about who you are. Do you actually get how freaking awesome you are? Aim higher for the person who will actually be kind to you. Aim higher for the person who will actually have generosity of spirit. Aim higher for the person who is amazing as a lover. Aim higher. And Cupid knows how to aim higher. So when he's like giving us advice on aim higher, maybe it's a good time to listen. So any other advice, Cupid? Maybe Cupid will have more to come in later. But if any of you out there in listening land have are also, you know, channelers of magnitude and would like to tell us what's going on with Cupid and what your awareness of Cupid is, awesome. So... I think Cupid, my my friend says, Cupid needs glasses, you know, could be true. So truth, Cupid, do you require glasses? Well, Cupid's like, no, Christine, what I really require is is that we start to actually see ourselves. So it's not about Cupid requiring the glasses. It's that we're, we actually maybe need some mirrors in our worlds. So we can actually see ourselves. We can see the beauty of who we are. So we can possibly even see um, what we are creating, what we're choosing. You know, if we could put mirrors around all of the energy we put out there, to what, you know, if, if, we could actually see how that's reflecting in the rest of our world. 
you know that that might actually be uh, the greatest thing that we could we could do. So Cupid, Cupid's like, no, no, Christine, I don't need glasses. What I require is for you to actually see you. So what else does Cupid have to say to us tonight? Because Cupid, Cupid, you're rocking my world tonight. Uh, I've actually, in my life, never really tapped into Cupid, so this is really fun for me. Um, always willing to, to tap into whatever energies exist out there. And the thing about you know, mythology or whatever is that we have put energy into these things um, historically for thousands of years. And anything that we put energy on and we give a name to is actually then an entity. And you can communicate with any entity. Um, I actually had this discussion with my daughter about um, the tooth fairy as an entity or a spark of light. Um, She was actually aware of it. She actually said, well, what if the tooth fairy doesn't have a body and she's a spark of light? Because I had literally seen a spark of light one day in our hallway when she was asking for the tooth fairy to show up. And I was like, what? There's a spark of light in the hallway. And uh, and I said to her in the morning, she asked me if I'd seen the tooth fairy. I said, I don't know. I saw a spark of light. She's like, that's what it was. I love her awareness. And what about, you know, what about... um, Cupid like what if Cupid's energy is actually really present in our lives like what if we can literally ask um for for any contribution um from you know Eros Cupid all of those gods and goddesses of love like Venus the irony of Cupid is he was actually born in classical mythology he was born from Venus and Mars so we've got the goddess of love and the god of war. And we wonder what it is about relationships that sometimes we have, like, intensity. <laughs> so very cute of us, right? Like, we just assume it's only love. Cupid's only about love. No, we are we are very pooping ourselves on that one. <laughs> so we're going to delve more into my buddy Cupid, maybe a little more channeling on Cupid on the Pleasure Zone tonight after these commercial breaks. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow your to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melissa every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness. 
a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? This is The Pleasure Zone with Body Whisperer Milica Yanich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at MilicaYelenich.com. Now back to the program. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Pleasure Zone. It sounds like uh, people are calling me. Excellent. But uh, if you are calling, it's not my home line you call. It's the radio station. Awesome. So for those of you, it must be Cupid calling. And this is the one time that nobody in the house answers the phone. How does it get any better than that? So, so Cupid, like just as we were going... Um, just as as we were going to break and when we were in break, I was kind of hanging out with the energy of like Cupid and what that what sense I get with that. And it, there is this sort of intoxication that I get with Cupid. So I also ask Cupid, would you be willing to be aware? Have fun, but can you also be aware and not be so drunk all the time? That that would be great. It's just a little request because, you know, somebody did ask about uh, Cupid's drunkenness. And I do think that there is a bit of an intoxication with the love that comes with Cupid. Um, You know, his intoxicated uh, feeling of like desire and erotic love comes from, you know, this, this like sort of like you've been poisoned by his arrow or you've been touched by his arrow. and, And it's like a medicine rush in your body right so there can be that sort of feeling it almost uh reminds me of like if if cupid was around in the 90s when uh when there were raves going on cupid would probably just you know give people ecstasy uh i suppose people are still doing ecstasy it was just the 90s that i remember it most so he wouldn't have arrows or if he did he would dip them in ecstasy and then people would be like oh my god i'm so in love with the world and life and then you get off that high the thing is that kind of intoxication is a high so you get in a high and then you have a drop so it's like a drug so with you know anything um that you have that kind of uh, sort of, I, I guess the best way to describe it is it's like a um, an external stimulus that is creating that. So if if you're not having it in you, and say it's a, a penis or a vagina or somebody's fabulous breasts or something that is actually creating the intoxication, um, that might actually be what. Um, you know, if you have that intoxication feeling, you know, people call it being in love. What if it's more like an intoxication and then there is that drop? There is that feeling like 
oh, something's different, something's not, it's not the perfection I thought it was when you were on the high of being intoxicated with love. So um would really encourage you when you are in a relationship to ask a lot of questions like, what if I choose this, what will my life be like in five years, 10 years, 25 years, and 500 years? And if you get that it's ever expanding and the energy is like opening and opening and opening and it's like, amazing and euphoric and it keeps getting even more euphoric choose it if it kind of has these like highs and lows and highs and lows that's probably going to be a good indicator of where your relationship's going and if it flops just like weren't like a flat pancake um maybe you might consider choosing something else so just check for you what works for you and what's true for you um, you know, Cupid does his very best according to what we're asking for and and according to what he sees is, is working um, for people and, and what energy they're being. So if you're being an energy that is like uh, refusing seeing the beauty in you, then Cupid will happily bring you somebody that will refuse to see the beauty in you. When you start to actually acknowledge the beauty in you, then Cupid can bring you the people who will see that in you as well. I know that um, in my life, it was there was a great big teardown of walls in order to actually start to even begin to receive. Uh, and I'm not saying physical beauty for me. I'm saying like you know the beauty of maybe my humor or my, the gift that I be. Um, and it took many amazing people um, with their awesome awarenesses and facilitation and gifts and who they be to to actually contribute to my walls coming down so that I could receive that, you know, in, so that Cupid could actually show up and go, hey, you, guess what? We're bringing somebody into your life. I'm bringing somebody into your life. Are you willing to uh are you willing to receive them? And um even my lover husband was really and really is still good at it bringing my walls down um so that I can can receive more of me and so that I can see the beauty in me so I can see the beauty in more than me and receive that and um uh, it started with just a little bit willingness to receive like literally when I met my lover husband, I was probably receiving about one one hundredth of what I receive now from him. Not that you can calculate it, but um, and it's not just him. It's many other amazing people in my life who have just been like, wow, you've been such a contribution. Do you know how? And sometimes for me, it's like I need to have it beaten all over my head a million times until the walls crumble down and I can actually hear that maybe I'm a contribution to the planet. Maybe I've got something to say that other people require hearing. Maybe me just hanging out with them is all they require. Maybe it's my crazy sense of humor. Maybe it's my puppetry. I don't know. Could be so many things, right? So are you willing to are you willing to be around the people who are willing to be tenacious at being present with you 
to bring down your walls so that you can start to see how awesome, how beautiful, how much of a contribution, how sexy you are. And what if it's not, you know, looking at it from one person and if only this person would acknowledge me, then my life would be better. What if you started to allow more people to acknowledge you, to receive you? Like, what if it's not just one person? How many people would love to be around you and you don't even know it because you're not willing to see it because you just don't think you're fucking good enough? I swore. Sorry. I try not to swear so much on this show, but um, yeah, if you're just willing to bring those bring those walls down you know every time you notice yourself go into a yeah well it's just you that you know said that and it's not the person i want to say it say it um start receiving it from the people who are saying it to you cuz guess what they're the ones who see it and they're the ones who might have the magic that will tear down that wall faster than anything maybe you don't have to wait like 60 years until, you know, the walls of communism fall. Like, maybe you don't have to wait an entire lifetime for these things that are holding you back to actually fall down. So, if you allowed yourself to receive a little bit of kindness, even 1%, from the people who who actually are there for you, who adore you, who have your back 110%, instead of going, but it's not so-and-so, please, I beg you to start receiving from them so that you guys can co-create more in the world, so that you can create more in the world, so they can create more in the world, because one of the greatest gifts is you being willing to receive from everyone. And if they're willing to give to you, will you receive it? Whether it's a compliment, whether it's money, whether it's dinner, whether it's a bum spank. Just please, like, start to just be willing to receive from them. And you know what? Your walls start to crumble down. And then the people who can really see your beauty, who can be your lovers, who can be your partners, the people who can really see you, acknowledge you, and choose you, will show up. Until then, you're going to have this like energy of, well, so-and-so doesn't see me, so-and-so doesn't see me, so-and-so doesn't see me, so-and-so doesn't see me. And then what is that creating? Every time you say so-and-so doesn't see me, you've just created another brick that goes into that wall that you're now building a wall to now not let so-and-so see you, but also nobody else or anybody who does see you, you're not even like trying to let them see you, not even giving them a chance to see you because you're building a wall so that they're now going to have to try really hard to get over that wall to go, oh, I see you. There you are. Wait a second. I've got I've to climb over that wall. Oh my, okay, wait. Uh, and then you put another brick on and they're like, okay, but I'm, tr- I'm really climbing that wall so I can see you. I really, I really desire seeing you. I desire acknowledging you. I desire being a contribution to you. Please let me gift you. And so for those of you who are in the no effing way, I'm just looking for so-and-so to receive me. 
Consider what you're building and what you're building around you. And will you please now destroy all of it with a mega freaking bomb of consciousness and let it freaking disappear? Because what I would love for this Valentine's Day is for all of my beauties in the world, for all of you awesome people to actually experience what it's like to have and be acknowledged by you, by others, to receive it, to sense it, to have your body wake up from it, to have your body wake up in the morning and go, wow, I've been acknowledged. Oh my God, I exist. I'm acknowledged. This is awesome. Sweet. I'm like so looking forward to people waking up willing to be acknowledged, you know, if you're kind of like, oh, I really want to have attention, but, you know, and then like all these people are giving you attention. Maybe they're sending you emails. Maybe they're sending you text messages and you're like, but it's not so-and-so. Okay. Screw the so-and-so. What else is possible? Who else is possible? And where can you receive? Where can you begin to receive? Who's gifting to you? Look around in your world, energetically, physically, look around and start to acknowledge the people who are gifting to you and go, wow, okay, that person's gifting to me. Wow, okay. Even if they're gifting you a pile of crap, they're gifting you. If they're gifting you compliments, they're gifting you. Acknowledge all of it. Acknowledge where the people are doing all of it. And then guess what? that that whole wall you're going to desire seeing more and seeing more and seeing more of where you know you are being acknowledged and you start pulling those bricks off that wall you you might even just set dynamite to that wall and go screw it i'm seeing everybody and everything that's contributing to me that's gifting to me that acknowledges me i'm seeing all of it seeing all of it right now because that's what i desire all right i just did a little preacher's rant I, i didn't actually go to school to do preaching, but I think a little bit of, uh, you know, my preacher just came out. So amen to all that. And uh, we're going to head off your break. And uh, when we come back a little bit more on Cupid. Many of us have created a lot of limitations around sex and what we are willing to choose. What else is possible beyond what we have already seen, heard, or thought of? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual revolution? Taking the taboo out of all aspects of sex, sexuality, and copulation by tuning in to the Pleasure Zone radio show with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow your to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Melissa every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question, always. 
What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com This is The Pleasure Zone with body whisperer Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. Call 815-880-8255. That's T-A-L-K. Or Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email at MilicaYelenich.com. Now back to the program. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to The Pleasure Zone. I'm your host, Milica Yelenich, and tonight's que- question and comment and title is, Hey, Cupid, you missed me, or did you? So my question about this is, uh, there used to be this video that was going around Facebook, I think. I remember seeing it. It was a little short video of a woman with a nail in her head and a guy and it's just two of them in conversation. And the guy's like, oh, are you okay? Can I take the nail out of your head? And the woman's like, I just want to talk about what's going on with me. And I've got this situation. And and so she wants to keep talking about it. And talk. And he's like trying to find the solution of, can I get the nail out of your head? How can I get the nail out of your head? Can I take you to the hospital? Blah, blah, blah. And so how many of us have actually been struck with the arrow and we're just like, I'd rather talk about it than acknowledge that I was struck with an arrow because, yeah, it's really, I'd rather just talk about it. So I don't know, that came to mind and maybe there was more to it. Maybe there will be more to it that I can talk about. But what if, yeah, what if we all have these arrows sticking out of our butts and we're like, oh, and we're walking around going, um, yeah, so I got shot with an arrow and the guy's standing right in front of you going, can I take you out on a date? No, no, I want to just talk about the fact that I got shot with an arrow and um, I'm feeling a little uncomfortable right now. And the guy's like, um, I just wanted to say that I, I've had a crush on you for a long time and I just wanted to like take you out for, you know, dinner or something. Okay, um... I don't know if you've noticed, but I've got uh, an arrow and it's I'm kind of uncomfortable. I've got this situation happening right now. And uh, meanwhile, you've got the arrow in your butt. So what is right in front of you that you're not acknowledging? Because guess what? It's right there. What if there's somebody who's amazing um, that is right in front of you and you just can't see it because you'd rather discuss the pain uh, of the arrow in your butt and not acknowledge the awesomeness of the person uh, who is acknowledging you that's right in front of you uh, is even willing to contribute to you but you have to refuse it because you'd rather be in your drama and trauma because we so good at drama and trauma if we weren't we wouldn't have all these great shows on TV um, one of which my current favorite is Jane the Virgin if you haven't seen it on Netflix holy laughs 
I, I dare you, just for good laughs. She's a virgin who gets impregnated. That's all I got to say about that. It's too funny. She's like, anyway, and she's Spanish, so that just adds to it. So, um, yeah, for those of you out there who have been really wondering if Cupid is right off his mark, if his archery skills have gone to the pooper, if, you know, maybe Cupid needs a new job, Cupid's like, screw it, guys, I just need to know what you require from me. So today we were just asking Cupid for a little bit of assistance. Cupid as the mediator, Cupid as the facilitator, Cupid to wake us up, to allow us to acknowledge when something is done over and completed so that we can choose to create, to see, to experience people who will actually receive us, acknowledge us, have fun with us, create with us, co-create with us. Oh, so fun. I'm so looking forward to more and more people choosing to be acknowledged. Um by others by themselves but I bet you there are people out there that are acknowledging you and you won't even like receive it so you get a like on Facebook receive it in fact if you get a like on safe safe book (laughs) Facebook if you get a like on Facebook I dare you to super acknowledge the person back I've done this a few times where I get a like and then I go and I write the person a whole email like, thank you so much for acknowledging me. I really appreciate it. And it can be a little like overwhelming for people to actually be acknowledged for their acknowledging. Acknowledgerize that you're acknowledgerizing all your acknowledgements. And so how much fun could we have just for us, just for fun tomorrow for Valentine's Day Um for everybody who likes one of your posts on Instagram or Facebook or any social media, what if we could, and you can carry this out for any day that you listen to this, write them a note, more than one line. Just tell them how grateful you are for their likes and their shares. I wonder what that'll change on social media because you know what? I don't know that we do that often or at all. So I'm really excited to... um to just have you guys on tonight and and I'm also really excited for uh what we are creating in the world. I have friends who just finished uh co-creating a book. Several of my friends uh co-created a book called Relationships Done Easy and you can get that on amazon.com. So I dare you go find out how you can actually have relationships done totally different and easy. And I'm so grateful for all of you listening now and in the future, and I hope you have some fun conversations with Cupid, channeling Cupid. If you'd like to look at your relationship, if you'd like contribution uh, with it, you can contact me on com or through social media. Uh, have you guys on next week, I hope. Thank you for choosing to listen to The Pleasure Zone. Melissa Yelenich will return next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.